rolling. So anytime right. you want to start it, kick it off. No, you just you do that welcome and then. Welcome. This is the shelter. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's me, Lucky Lady Bean, with my three favorite guys here today. I've got Todd, or the big double D as we call him, Johnny B, who is hiding over in the corner at this point, and my main man, my main squeeze, Dave. Now tonight, tonight we actually don't have our famous drummer here, Mike A, or as we call him, the Hemi. Unfortunately, he couldn't be with us today, but let's start it off with, hey guys, and why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves. Uh, who are we sponsored by? Ourselves. <laughs> no, we're sponsored by the letter I. Okay. We have sponsors. Yeah. Don't we get sponsors? The letter I, the color red, and the number T. Okay. Like At least it. it's an I educational like it. program for yeah, you folks yeah, out there. But Dave, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and how you feel about the shelter? Uh, I'm old. <laughs> I like the shelter. And my background. It's gray. <laughs> oh, it's white. My now background like is I'm white. Like, my background. You call that white? And now I feel like I'm not showing <laughs> really, second grade. I call that off white, dirty white. It's dirty. Nasty white. Oh god. Speaking of dirty, Todd, what's up with you? Nothing. I'm in the other room looking for duct tape. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I've been around for a very long time, and I met Todd about 20 years ago. Probably shouldn't say that on here. Yeah, I was gonna say you really want to get associated with that. I met Todd a wicked long time ago. <laughs> and now they all know this is from New England because you just said Because we worked in a uh, we worked in a, a store that sold musical products. Owned by say uh, what kind of a store, but uh, well it was owned by uh, Mr. Ivan Lipton. <laughs> uh, so if that if you want to do your, your Google searches there, I think there's might be a wiki. <laughs> on you might not understand what you're looking at because they don't. Oh my uh, god, yeah, they, they went out of business. Huh? But uh, used to work there, I played for a long time. Uh, played a lot of different kinds of music and not anything like this before. Like, not anything this heavy. I didn't even think I'd work. So, so you're more of a blues funk kind of guy, is what you're telling oh, me? Oh, God. I'm a James <laughs> Brown. He's something, we just don't know what. I'm a James Brown Muddy Waters kind of guy. Oh, so okay, I didn't yeah. think I was going to sing with, so this, this, is, with this deal at all. This and when Todd called me, he's like, yeah. you got to come up and sing with my band, man. And I'm like, oh, that's not going to work, man. He's like, they got this modern singer, and they've got this, uh, this like almost like rock you alternative sound. And I'm like, I'm not going to work with that. <laughs> so this is really They're going to hate me. They're all young guys. They're going to hate me. This is really outside your comfort zone, then. No, oh, oh, completely. What the hell are you doing? But, oh. um, but Todd had faith. Todd had faith. Because you gotta have faith. And Todd has a good ear, so he knew he knew that I'd work. And we had worked together before, so. Problem with, with my, problem with my ears is, is no one can see them. <laughs> yes, we do have yeah. 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 our yeah. golden haired like. Sasquatch. What does your ears look like? I don't have. We're all ugly. You know what? No, that, that's not the appeal right now. The appeal is in the voice. But. But I've been living in. Uh, I, I I knew Todd, and, and I think right after I was playing with Todd, I ended up moving to North Carolina. Oh, wow. uh, I worked in a few different studios, um, some with some people who played with, you know, southern rock icons like Leonard Skinner, you know. Oh, no, shit. And so I worked, I developed artists, I did all, like a lot of different things. Like, so you have a lot of heavy influence in the background of music, like from here and there. And oh, yeah, jazz yeah. Point. Yeah, and I've written for a lot of different people. I've written, I've written for uh, a lot of different types of uh from bands from, from country to rock to really? funk to blues to everything. That's freaking so, And I've sung on a lot of stuff. Well, that's um, awesome. 
And then I moved to Texas, and I sat in with a lot of, like, famous and semi-famous people, but not, I didn't really form anything there. Yeah. And then when I moved back, hooked up with Todd again. <laughs> and now I'm here. Well, you were here yeah. filming this once, too, though. What? You were here yeah. filming this once. Oh, yeah, I came here to film, because I'm, I'm, I'm making a movie about all these people that You're that making from, a movie? About all these people that stem from um, this one place, and yeah. how they, all these other bands that they went into, and then... Some people became famous, blah, blah, blah. So I'm showing all the branches, and Todd is one, Todd is one of the branches. Yeah. So, um, well, like so I came up to film, and, well, like and I was just going to film Todd, and I was just going to interview him, and he's like, no, man, come and check out my band, man. You gotta film my band. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I come up and film it, and that actually came out really well. And, uh, and so I was like, oh, this is great. So you got a good feel for yeah, it. Yeah, I got a good one. feel for the band. And I gotta say, I was watching. I saw the guy over in the corner, you know, being very quiet, yeah. not saying much. What guy? This guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how. I, I, I didn't know about the boy thing. Oh yeah. He's got the radio. I didn't know he could be loud. He's got the radio voice, and all of a sudden you put him in front of a mic. Uh-uh, forget it. Well, so I mean, when Dave actually came to see us, it was a different band. Oh yeah. As it is, you know, as it's constituted now, and there was other members in the band here and you know so well, he saw well, a different version of, yeah. the, of the band so so compared to the version you first came in and was filming to being in this band and now a new version of this band is there anything that you missed from what you saw that you would certainly do or is this going to be a completely uh, new feel for you no because i think john pretty much covers the texture that uh, that i heard in the other bands mm. uh, uh like in the songs like uh like Shine, yeah. you know, Breaking Away. Those, what he built in the, into those songs was things that I, that I would have liked to have from the other version of the band. That's awesome. Um, and Mike, glad Mike's still there. Oh, yeah. Our dear Hemi. And Todd, yeah. Mr. Melodic, so you know he's never going away. Yeah, yeah. Everything yeah. Melodic. And I'm noticing that you... Melissa Milano. You now Melissa fit, Milano. Your style of funk and blues that you bring into this really fits with the bass line lately. And that's bringing in a lot more texture and sound. But yeah, yeah, it's a lot worked out. That's good. Yeah, it's good to hear that there's so And these guys, like these guys want to move, and this is a real rock band. Like, this is a really good straight ahead rock band. And you know what? I like hearing that from you because you have such a diverse musical background with different influences and people you work with. It's really encouraging to hear that. So. So let's so hear from Jenny. <laughs> yeah, because we noticed. Here's Jenny. We noticed over the last few weeks and with the minimal rehearsals that you guys have had, I've got to say, you guys have come together tight. Pretty yep, we've had a big, what, four or five rehearsals, tops? And we have, what, how many songs? And, and 19 songs. songs. And how many of them are original? God, I want to say At least 12 or 13. 12 or 13. Original. And for a band starting out with not much. Yeah. How do I put it? Not much. I mean, mind you, mind you, some of the, some of the, some of the songs that are in there, you know, are are pieces, if not almost whole songs from previous that. lives. Yeah. But yeah. you know, we got to use those to build stuff up, and as we play them, yeah, but they've been recreated and rearranged. Yeah, exactly, they've been recreated. You know, yeah, they'll be rotated in and out and whatnot. But you know, we're not focusing on those as you know, this is what we are because the. Yeah. I mean, we keep writing. Yeah, but you guys wrote a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. You guys wrote a lot of that material recently. Yeah, well, you never really no, there, there was definitely people that wrote pieces of the songs, and you know, oh, absolutely. And, you know, we gotta honor them in that, you know, and 
No, but some of those newer songs, oh, like uh, songs, you guys yeah. actually wrote and didn't, yeah. and oh, didn't have anything away, in mind. No singer, no nothing. Right? Breaking away was all talk. Yes. Yeah. Well. Oh really? Oh come on! Don't be bashful, dear. Take it. See, I thought that was a combination of you guys. I added a solo line to it, or a guitar line to it. Honestly, though, Todd had that kick around for twenty years. Yeah, we're gonna use it. Oh, oh and that was the big thing. That was the big thing. Oh, I remember seeing a big smile on your face during practice when he just took off with that. How Absolutely. is that for you, for a bass player, having that in the background for so many years? It's like warm it's... apple pie. Since <laughs> <laughs> oh you can't see me, I'm actually making the, the you know, you know, the you, you see yeah. American pie. You can't be that gay. What? Well, yeah, you can. <laughs> well, he is that pretty. Just saying. He is that pretty. Todd is the only guy in the band that has hair. Todd is on his head. Todd right. is the best looking <laughs> member of the band. Uh, I wouldn't go that. Uh, so, so what's what's up with John? We need to hear John's history. Yeah, because um, I've been the history of John. The history of John and his development as a guitar player has been very profound over the last few months. I have seen him come leaps and bounds. Just in the few changes and the few rehearsals, he's very very open now. Do you like the sense of creativity that you have and the freedom that you have now? I'm now, like, yeah, absolutely. So how does that open doors for you musically? I can do what I want now. There's no one saying, hey, dude, don't play that. It's his party. Not only that, it's also... Yeah, but I'm also allowed to, uh, to, bra to branch out a little bit different than we were doing before. Uh, I think you've progressed a lot. Even in the you know, four or five rehearsals that we've had, I've seen you play. That's just practice, dude, honestly. <laughs> That's not slacking off for a chain, is what that is. Yeah. No, I would have you slacked off before. I don't. For a long time, I wouldn't touch my guitar unless it was practice. And now I'm playing three to four hours almost every night. Yeah, so. No, that's it, man. That's the only difference. That's the difference. That's. And you. That's it. Yeah. Shine was Todd and I sitting downstairs in the living room. Crafty, our old singer, was coming over. We were just gonna do the three of us that day. And I started grouping with something, and Todd was like, hey, keep playing that. And Crafty up and walk in during it and goes, what are you guys playing? Keep doing that. I like that. And that's how that kind of came about. That song, I love that song. That song for me uh, is, Shine. Is, is all about coming out. Because I wrote the words to that, half of the, one verse for that uh, in a hotel room when I was, I think, in Nashville or Memphis on, on the way here. And then the other one, after I got here, I was just so pumped about like being back and like reconnecting with everybody. And we're, so, we're happy you came and, back. And I, and I was just thinking about like what I wanted to do and where I wanted to go. And I wrote the other one. If you hadn't come back, it would be Todd and I singing most of the stuff. Oh God, no one wants that. No, nobody <laughs> wants that, dude. But I'm also seeing you guys throwing in some more lyrics, whereas before you guys weren't singing as much. You were focusing more on the technical aspect of playing. Now, does that throw you guys off at all, or is that coming naturally? No, but I've heard John say, like, I, I, I changed my part so I can sing here. And yeah, 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 and that's what I'll do. Yeah. If I change the part, I will. Yeah. That's yeah. Not the, the, the way the band was in the original configuration. I didn't have a lot of technical stuff. I could sing a little bit more. I actually did sing a, a couple songs that we play now that I don't sing it. Yeah, Roadhouse oh, no. was one of them. Roadhouse yeah, Road was one of them. I sang the whole song, but I didn't play it. Yeah. Uh, we had another guitar player that picked up all that stuff. Yeah. And he's got the he's got the backing to it. He's got the heavy pipes like Morrison has. So he does. It was it was a good fit. 
But we had, you know. Find another one like that because I would really like it if, you, if uh, we could break up the singing. I have absolutely no issue singing. I mean, as long as you can play guitar, that's why I keep. Yeah, no, I'm making like Pop is going to Rolling Stone. Like that's what I'm saying. saying. Yeah. That would be perfect because I know the song already, yeah. and I know you guys can do the backups of it yeah. with all the high parts. You know, I'm not singing. Listen to this voice, man. I ain't doing no high parts, baby. <laughs> moving, moving, yeah, moving, moving. yeah. Hey. When the fucking James said, I don't know, man. We're getting paid. Oh, we got to do some James. Oh, that's right, man. Okay, well, speaking of older artists, um, Todd. Who? Older artists, Todd? <laughs> <laughs> Not disjointed reference there. Probably the youngest uh, man in the band. Who, who is your heaviest influence as a oh, bass player? Back in my day, <laughs> we had the bebop. Todd just turned 18. Bebop, the bebop, the bebop. But in all seriousness, who are your biggest, like your two biggest heaviest influences as a bass player? Who are the gods that you worship at their feet? As a bass player, uh, well, two is that's, that's not enough to <laughs> to mention. But uh, I mean, first ones that come off my head, uh, Geezer Butler's up there. Mm. Uh, absolutely is top five. Um, Would it be easier if I gave you five? Can I get yeah, five I can give you five. It's still it's tough. It's tough to fit in the top <laughs> five. I mean, I'll, I'll just I'll just. Well, you're really five. melodic. Where do you get that from? That's tough to say. Victor. No, no, because I only got into Victor in the last three or four years. Honestly, ah, you know, I mean, he's un unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I went to a clinic with him and just listened to him talk, and I learned so much—not even about bass, but just about. Listening to the even the room right. and how the dynamic or room right. changes the sound. Uh, so you got Victor Wooten, you've got uh, you know Giza Butler, you've got Billy Sheehan, uh, mm. an amazing bass player, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Winery Dogs, oh, right. just <laughs> rescue band. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, no doubt, three of my favorite players come together uh -huh. and just magic happens. Uh -huh. um, you got like metal guys like Frank Fellow from Anthrax. Oh, you've got uh, Cliff Burton. You know, and even those who follow, you know, uh, Jason Newstead, who picked up with him, and, and then to Robert Trujillo. Yeah, I like that guy. So uh, you have a lot of... Oh, yeah, because I'm not even mentioning that you got James Jamerson. Uh, yeah. Unbelievable. Bootsy. Yeah, yeah. I can actually yeah. yeah. Bootsy. Please. I mean, I'm, I can keep going and see, on. And Flea is one I hear you mention a lot. Flea, and I can hear a lot of that funk just, behind the influence. Yeah, just Flea. I love Flea. Flea is... Someone's ass move with the baseline. That is a good That's a very good What's going to happen with that, eh? That's me. So basically, a lot of the stuff that you envisioned a long time ago, is that coming to fruition here? I don't know. I think it is. It's the stuff I envisioned a long time ago is completely different than where this is. You know, this is way different than how the band started. I mean, I. So you're pulling out of well, that's a good question. What did you guys think when I when I came? Like, did you? Oh, I, 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 well, yeah, did, I mean, what did you do? What's gonna turn into? Well, right? it sounded changed a little bit already. Well, I just gotta say, even before that even came to fruition, I had said to John, "Should we ever need a singer? I have the guy. Yeah. Unfortunately, he lives in Texas right now." <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, talk. Uh, and that was yeah. that was dude. That was almost a year and a half, two years ago. Yeah. Wow. But you know, we let's say our lucky, 
did you think it was going to be so rock oriented? I said, all right, maybe I'm so rusty I wasn't yeah. good enough to, to play with these guys, but whatever, you know, it was fun. We, that's uh, that's going to be rough. We had to audition on the bass player, the drummer's friend, as we told him we would, so it was kind of one of those. Yeah, yeah. In the meantime, I had played some ad online looking for a singer on Craigslist. And this guy, Michael Kraft, answered my ad. And he shows up. So this guy shows up. Not only the sing, but he brings a guitar and a guitar in. We all kind of look at each other. It's the same day as the other bass players audition. And we look at each other and go, why is he going to guitar with He's coming in as a singer. I'm, you know, it was two guitars. We don't need it. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's okay. <laughs> we'll like, make some happy whatever. <laughs> so he comes in, and, and the other bass player, I, I, you know, it didn't work out with him. Um, we already knew Todd had the gig. We just couldn't tell just Todd he had the gig. Yeah, See, you're, you're making him sweat it at home. Yeah. Going, oh, man, I thought that was a retirement. I wasn't sweating any. And I, and I didn't know Todd really at all back then. I just I just met him. So I could call him and go, hey, man, we're just, you know, I left that up to the other guy. So the singer comes in and blew us away. And, you know, we, we let him in the band, of course. Of course we did. And I'm assuming um, by that statement, he is not what you expected. Who? The singer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not at all. Um, but not for nothing. I mean, the original vision of this band goes back to when I first started with the other drummer. And I had just been in a, a metal band. But, you know, basically, I dropped D band. Everything was drop D. Let's do drop D everything. We played the It wasn't bad. It was good music, but it was drop D. Um, when I put this together, my vision was I want to build a hard rock band. Because hard rock, more people can listen to that. Uh, you're not just getting, you know, Guys in there, so it's not a big sausage party. You can see the girls in there too, depending on what you play. I like sausage on my pizza. You know, and then oh as, as, as time went on, you know, we replaced the drummer. Um, the band wanted to change its name. We would call something else at one point. We called Rough Ashwood. Now, what, what what was the big push to get rid of that name? Uh, people didn't understand it. So and that was a big thing. It was it, hard. It, I'll tell you what. I like the name. It, it's an ingenious name, but the problem that I found is you tell someone and. Five minutes later, they came up and said, what's the name of your band? Yeah, and that's yep. the problem. If, if people aren't remembering your name, that's a big problem. Yeah, yep. yeah. and then so at, at one point, another one of the band, the other traveler just decided that this wasn't for him anymore, mm -hmm. and he decided to, to leave us. So we decided once he left, it made way more sense mm -hmm. now, because we're not the same band. We're not a five-piece anymore, we're a four-piece. So we changed the name to The Shelter. Mm -hmm. um, and then, um, you know, Right before Dave came in, we knew our singer wasn't happy with the direction of the band. We were getting a little heavier than mm. we liked. So he decided to go with solo, and Dave was asked to come in and sing. And I thought, Dave, And the heaviness just definitely comes from your prior bands and my prior bands. <laughs> yeah, band. that's where it comes from. Because I played in the 80s hair metal, and then it, you know, went on to the, the rap core stuff. And I also played with, you know, just in a garage with a couple guys, uh, you know. And oh, yeah, they were great. Uh, yeah. They were great. I went up and sang with them and had a blast. And they're really, really, now really that was right up at the Red Barn? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. That no. was up in, in Wilmington. Oh, yeah. that's the one. Um, yes. At Todd's Buddy's House and Place Drums. Yeah. Amazing musicians. They're absolutely phenomenal musicians. Um, and in my background, the heaviness comes from I've sang in a ton of metal bands. Mm. This is the only band I've ever played guitar Well, the second band I've ever played guitar in. Oh, really? Yeah, I was. I always been playing guitar since I was about 13, 14, but I never really. You were more. It was just, I do it on the side for fun. Oh, yeah. I'll play some rhythms here. I was always a rhythm player. I'll play some rhythms here and there. That was my thing. So you were mainly a front guy. I was just a front man. And after playing in my last band, we were called Driven. And we were real heavy. To play, I played guitar. It was the first time I really just played full time guitar. And it was mostly rhythm work. I did some solo stuff. 
there weren't a lot of leads in, in the music. Yeah. It was more of a new age, like a three days grace type sound, which yeah. not a bad sound at all. It was very popular at the time, still is. Um, I was a little older than most of those guys when I got out and decided, you know what, I want to get some back into some blues based, Led Zeppelin y, ACDC ish kind of hard rock, you know. And so, and for my guitar style, it fits me a little better. And it really does. That's how I play. So, I mean, most of my soul is all based on blues licks. It's, that's where my bread and butter is. But listen to guys like Paige, that's all he did. And, and listen to Zach Wild, yeah. one of my favorite guitar players of all time. That dude is just playing super high, fast mellow, I mean, uh, blues. Just high speed blues. All yeah. that is. So and, and to aspire and to those kind of. Stevie? Yeah. Stevie's probably my second favorite guitar player in the world. Number one being Tony. Yeah. And Tony those are some legendary names to aspire to. Tony Iommi. And then, you know, and then Zach right after Stevie. And even, I love. Um, and Billy? And Billy Gibbons a little bit, uh, a little more. Like, like, I, I, I'd say if I if I had to just describe you to somebody, I'd have to say you're a cross between. Um, I would say Pete. Billy and uh, Billy and um, Billy and Iommi. Oh, I, yeah, Iommi. Oh, I, I agree with that. that. I agree. Yeah, we're going to play that absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I pull a lot of influence as far as what the stuff goes with, with James Hetfield and Scotty yeah, as well. Yeah. Oh, really? You know, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. the the James Hetfield and Scotty yeah. part comes from you know. Instead, of, when we do anything like get that that muted, that chuggy, yeah, yeah. you know, chuggy yeah, along the way. Yeah, you do chug quite a bit in your playing. You know, what about the melodics? So we get that melodic stuff from like, the harmonic and uh, breaking away and that kind of stuff. That, yeah. Dude, I like, when I was in high school, I sang all these cover bands. It was all classic rock and stuff like that. And I played. And there was one band we think called Excalibur. I was a senior in high school, <laughs> so I not only sang in the band, and one of the songs I played guitar, and one of the songs I played bass, and one of the songs I played drums in it. And I kind of moved around, and we, you know, we had a couple of originals along with our, our classic rock covers that we did. We did stuff like Proud Mary, oh. uh, but we also did stuff from Poison. We did Cocaine from Clapton. Poison. So we had stuff kind of all over the place. That girl is Poison. We should have done that one. No, we did uh, Nothing But a Good Time, which isn't uh, a bad song. Yeah, but, it's a very uh, familiar song. But that's where a lot of that comes from. I also listen to a lot of Dave Matthews and Fish yeah, and the Dead. So I think I pull a lot like Shine yeah. is almost or Shine and um, Breaking Light. Uh, no, Asgard. Ah. Asgard, especially the chorus, is very Dave Matthews. Yeah, yeah. And that's just that's where that comes from. I just listen to the stuff he does. Yeah, now. He plays yeah, weird chords, and I try to kind of emulate what he's doing just for some stuff. And now, for those of you out there listening, if you don't recognize the names of these songs, easy way to solve that problem: go to theshelteredband.com. Right on. It's all posted right there. <laughs> That's band. right, you can watch some Get videos, you can listen to some songs. <coughs> you, can, <coughs> you, you, can, you can buy you can some see merchandise. Soon they will have a merchandise page up and you'll be able to purchase a copy of the CD because the boys are going into the recording studio, as I understand. Oh, trying right. to lay down some tracks. In fact, we're setting up for it right now. Uh, and I might actually start writing a uh, beauty advice column on the side, you know, because, what type of... Oh, yeah, yeah, you're going to read, you gotta read uh, Todd's blog. No, yes, Thor, Thor's thoughts on hair. Yeah, yeah, Thor's thoughts on hair. Actually, a reminder for updating the blog, I need to write part three of Behind yeah, the yeah, well, I don't think there was one after the last gig. Yeah, right. The other thing you'll find... Well, there was a problem after the last gig. Someone woke up with a rock in his hand. Oh, yeah. But the other thing you will find on that webpage, ladies and gentlemen, we are connected with Facebook, we are connected with Twitter, and you can probably see us, I'm hoping, soon in the future on YouTube. You can see some oh, of the live footage. Oh, 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 we, we, we got a YouTube page, we got a shelter band. Now I'm getting chastised for those who are listening because oh, I forgot. And we're even holding a few videos back, you know, that we might have a little later, you know. 
And Probably. hopefully soon, with the guys oh, being yeah. in the studio, we're looking at um, you know, possibly the starting of a music video. Yeah, we're gonna actually do a few real music videos. And if you want to hear some really, really early stuff from the band, go to theshelterband.com or Reverb Nation, I think, too, and look for the Michael Kraft sessions. Can you get huge? You can get yeah. You can get that off Bandcamp. You can get that off Reverb Nation. It's a free download. It's what four tracks? Five tracks. Five tracks. Five tracks. The last track uh, features Alan Palazzini on guitar. It was recorded at Nine B Studios uh, in Milford, Massachusetts. Yeah, big shout out to Nine B. Uh, wonderful guys. guys to work with. Exactly. That's what we're working towards. We want to get back to uh, those yeah. guys. Yep. Yeah. I don't want to be running these chords that I'm running right now and figuring <laughs> out which mic's going to be what. But that's some free, you know, free, free music there for download, guys. And we, we are missing, you know, the biggest member of the band, Mr. Michael Arden, today. <gasps> yes, our main, that is my main today. squeeze. I am missing my main guy today. But I will, I will say there are widgets that you can follow. There are downloads for your phone. And if you want to get to know the guys a little more besides our podcast, we have short bios on the site, just a little bit about each player. Just a small pictures? introduction. They got we pictures. got pictures. And believe <laughs> me, those pictures, pictures are worth the seeing. We need more pictures. We've got a face yeah, for the yeah. boys. <laughs> so now, as going into the studio, what is the main rundown for the studio? Like, what are the primary songs that you guys really want people to listen to? All right here. All. Well, let's give us some names so they can. Well, I'd like to, personally, I'd like to definitely see Shine and Breaking Away. Uh, I want uh, apple pie dubstep to be recorded. <laughs> uh, let me see. What do we got up here? I definitely want to see coming here. home, without a doubt. Yes. Uh, wild uh, ride. If we rework uh, Killing Floor, oh, wild ride. Burn it without down. Without a doubt. Asgard. Burn it down. Burn it down. Shake uh, your money, man. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, some of these titles are not the yet on the website. What was the other new one? Uh, we did three new ones the other night. Breaking away, shine, and shake the maker. No, 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 no. Three wild ones. Wild ride. Coming home, wild ride. And what was another one? What was the other one? We had three. Shake your money maker. Shake your money. We did three. And those songs. Oh, wild ride, shake your money maker. Yeah. Those yeah, songs yeah. will be up on the yeah, website. Yeah, definitely. Has to get on there. Yeah. Without question. Make yeah. it happen. Has to be. Yeah, on and there. if we do killing floor, if we rewrite killing floor, I definitely want to put killing that floor has been rewritten. It's yeah. done. It will go on there. All right, we put it on the way There'll be homage to Mr. Palazzini. There'll be homage to Mr. Kraft on that, too. Because yeah. that song would not be written without, without those two guys. Yeah. I mean, what else? Well, like you just said, too, with uh, with Shine, you know, if he didn't come in the room and say, you know, hey, keep playing that, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. That's happened a lot with this band. Yeah. Keep playing that. Why? Because I like it. Keep playing it. That's what he was written about, you know, and that's. Some of the greatest. Everybody has an influence on his. That's where Savage Land <laughs> came from. Some of the greatest influences on this album have been completely by accident. Our old drummer, and said, keep playing, I like that, started drumming to it, and then tossed out a bass line to it, and I started watching where Al was playing. Alright, let's go down the list here. Yeah, let's go down the list. We got Wild Ride at the top. Where'd that come from? Wild Ride? Ride? That was another former old song that just never got finished. It was always in a state of flux. Who came up with with, like the riff, the basic riff of the song? Yeah. Todd. Much. We had that around uh, the just and, uh, and, uh, just, and the know. intro riff Todd and I rewrote to be something right, different. right, and yeah. like at one point that song was trying to dive into a more like funky type thing, and it just yeah. didn't didn't it fit feel right with the song. Yeah. So what it took now is exactly what it is. It's where it is now. I mean, that's I put a James Brown name to it. Yes, yes, yes. The music itself is super heavy. Well, give us another, give us another one. 
All right, so now we're, we're going on the list. Uh, make it happen. Uh, it's something I actually wrote uh, for to play with Todd when we were playing together before. Really? Yeah, I, I wrote that. I wrote that. that wrote that for us to play because never I was like, uh, I had never played guitar before. In fact, first time I ever played live was with this band on our first gig. Oh, and, um, oh no, unless, uh, uh, I guess, unless you caught that thing that we did in somebody's backyard. But I <laughs> wouldn't be so obscure in that room. But I don't even think I could. I, 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 I said, uh, me and Todd were trying to put this thing together, and I, had, I borrowed a guitar from one of my horn players. And it was like this, uh, it was this weird looking, like, 80s thing with points. And <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even have a strap for it. Like, I would sit on the floor and oh. play. Oh, and, um, I think I was playing through like somebody else's amp and Todd and we were playing with this kid Mike. It's great, really great drummer Mike. And uh, I would go over Todd's because Todd lived like right up the street from where my wife lived. Or her parents lived. Who would go over there? And Todd would be like <laughs> and we'd start and we'd start trying to put stuff together. So I'm like, oh, wait, let's was have that sucking cock? No, 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 no. So I had some tunes that I had done like previous in a in a, in a previous band in a previous original band. That I was trying to do this song body talk that we may eventually do a version. Love that song. That's a good and, um, song. We, um, but I was like, well, I gotta write stuff for, for this. So I was like, uh, and so Todd, I started thinking about you know what we wanted to do and you know because me and Todd have been talking about what we you know how we want to make this happen. And then I was like, oh, that's like the greatest thing. And then just started coming up with it. And then Todd started writing this funky bass line to it. And I'm like, this is it. It's good. Like this, this is going to happen. Just like it's going to happen. Just Captain Funk. In fact, I ended up writing like a couple of more songs that we didn't even, I don't even think we, we might have started like working on it, but I don't think we ever got to do it. Yeah, we never got to. But, but um, whatever you write now, bring in and. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, work, I got a lot of, I got a lot, a lot of tunes. Because there's these songs that I wrote um, down south that I want to do. There's, there's new songs that I'm writing now, so. I got so, a lot. But, give, uh, give us another But that, that, that's, that's, what, that's what that came from. That's what yes. Make It Happen came from. Uh, ain't no, oh, wait, no, it's a cover. Butter, where did butter come from? Butter, butter, it's an old rough ashless staple that, um, uh, that was, that was, you know, that was started off as, as, you know, Alan came with a riff and we jammed on it. And to me, the riff just didn't seem right. It didn't sit right. And, uh, everybody exited the lodge. And I just sat there by myself and worked on it and worked on it and worked on it. And about a half hour later, they came back in the room. Bottom was there. And you know, I just love that song. Um, that's one that just has to stay no matter what. You know, co-written by Alan, co-written by Michael Kraft. That song would not be here today without those. So like I said, you're always going to pay homage to what Absolutely. was before you. I mean, yeah. I don't take anything away from those guys. So, but that's where Bottom came from. I mean, I, I just love it. That's just a, a good life. It's a, it's a funky, 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 shake your body song. Until we get to the breakdown. And then it turns then, into Black Sabbath. And then it turns into a Black Sabbath song. And, you know, that's where. That's got, you know, that song right there has a lot of influence by extreme. You can hear it in the chorus. That's a noodle that, chorus right there. It's, it's a great it's song. This is absolutely yeah. it's a great song. Well, that's your brother. So what's the next one? Shine. It's always like, why is he asking? He's like, I gotta work. Now shine, shine, shine. Yeah. So shine 
came Yeah, where in. did that, yeah, because you're like the big part that's, of that song. Because that's, that's a little bit of a different feel for you guys. You start mellowing out a little bit. Well, kind of like Shine, 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 away, Shine came about was I bought my acoustic bass and I brought it to John's house and John and I were sitting down in his living room. I gotta say something. And he just yeah. started playing some chord. I'm like, what are you playing, man? It was just like, they just, the two chords sounded right. I'm like, keep Love playing this. that. And I just started playing what became the bass line to it. The chorus was another collaboration. We came upstairs and actually playing an electric, and that just I'm like, this kind of fits in here. Then the the breakdown or the bridge, whatever you want to call yeah. it, really. I mean that that that's all Todd. Now, yeah, how long was that sitting Todd. around before you guys did you guys play that with anybody else? Or was it, it was starting guys? to get written, but nothing really came of it. I mean, because Mike came in about ten minutes after John and I were, had written, and he started writing some words down, and. It did develop into something that we actually performed once, but it didn't feel done. Yeah. Didn't feel right. Uh, he actually even wrote the lyrics on stage the time we played it, like oh, okay. on the spot. That's so, funny. I mean, it was an unfinished tune. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but now it's just. It's spot on. It's like you said, you wrote that first verse in a, in a hotel room. And I mean, I love <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll be honest, when we record that, I'd love to do at least the beginning of it with acoustic. Yeah, we could. Yeah. Because I think it would fit well. Now, see, ladies and gentlemen, you could this do is a couple of different mixes of that, too. too yeah. This is the stuff yeah. that you get to hear behind the scenes. This is how all this genius comes together. Come and by genius, right. I mean and, this stuff comes uh, together by Killing accident. Floor is, uh, uh, Killing Floor is another uh, another uh, old one, co-written. <laughs> you know, like, like I said, when you've got a new band, when you've only practiced four or five times together and played three gigs, you know, you got to use stuff to get out there fast and you know, we've taken songs from the past. Killing Floor used to be called What You Got, which uh, is actually on the, the demo, the Mike Craft Sessions. Um, but we've taken it, we've changed it, you know, here and there, and obviously new lyrics and new vocal melody to it, and it's a, it's a new song, you know? But again, I mean, like I said, that's another song that wouldn't be here with what, you know, without what came before. Absolutely. That's true. Paying homage. <laughs> Going home. Now that's uh, I mean that's brand. Oh, coming yeah. home. Yeah, that that was the song I was talking about. That's that's a hit right there. Written in homage to uh, a, a song we used to play and to ACDC at the same time. Mm -hmm. It is. Um, it definitely has that ACDC feel. It's your total '80s classic rock. Yeah, to yeah, 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 it really is. It is. I mean, or late '70s ACDC. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. type of tune. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Shake your money maker. That started as a joke. <laughs> uh, and, and honestly, then it was it was Todd and I goofing with some chords. These guys had some goofy stuff to to whatever we were playing. Uh, and by these guys, I mean uh, Michael Ardwin and, and, and Todd. Uh, as a matter of fact, Todd wrote some lyrics to it originally. It was called Disco Song. And uh, Todd wrote some lyrics to it about feeding his alligator, which was wonderful. <laughs> yes, because we all know. Yeah, that was a running. That was a running gag for a whole. That was it's still a running gag. You know, I mean that could pull out the song. But that song for me. Uh, was the hardest to write anything to. Really? It. I went through a few different versions of lyrics for that because I, I tried to write like, something straight to it. I tried to write something that was completely different. I mean, I just tried, I kept singing things over it, and it just nothing would work until I, I just hit on uh, the shake, shake that money maker, and I was like, oh, that works. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I can't sing it all the time. And then I was like. Oh no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and it just like flowed. That's... And then when they did that part where you guys do that that thing in the middle, I'm like, oh man, 
this just works like right over me. Yeah, it's like yeah. it just makes it flow. So I, I, I agree. If we simple that down to maybe two notes of that of that loop, yeah, we just gonna work and, on and just just back just make it bit. flow a little bit better. And that's a song paying tribute to getting your ass out on the dance floor. That's right, right, sister. You can't, sister! Now we wrote Sweet Me back in the early 70s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we gave it to Black Seven. Oh. Let me see your cigarette lighters. So you got any bags? I believe Todd wasn't even born then, but you know. Get a backstory uh, for another one, or we wrote it. You wrote it in the womb. <laughs> uh, burn it down. So, yeah, that's, that's an interesting song because the lyrics are very primal and basic, but it's got this raw energy to it that just... I, I, lyrically, I wrote that for John. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I was like, John's like this heavy guy. Now, what is that song John's about? John's like this metal guy. So he's talking about drop D, and he's like super heavy. And I'm like, I gotta write something that goes along that with is this thing. And I'm like, okay. I, I gotta, gotta write this one like with him in mind. And I'm like, and so I'm like, well, I can't do it. Now, you were saying that? I was saying, what's that song about? Cause yeah, like, let's, let's go. I don't know. Was it? I didn't really, uh, it, it's not as bad as it sounds. It's, <laughs> it's more like, um, it's more, it, actually, it's more along the lines of like, make it happen in, in that sense. Okay. Where it's, you know, like we're, we're on break, shoot the kill. Right. We're going to burn down everything in front of us to get where we need that's to be. That's written that I was just going to walk. That's what that is right there, there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, we're going to get some stupid with a flag on now. Yeah. Alright, then we wrote LaGrange and we gave it this easy top. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, breaking a whip. Yeah, yeah. give me a little history right behind yeah. that because that song. We did earlier, actually. But that song in particular is the most mellow song I think you guys have right now. And you got a lot it's of time. That one would definitely hit to me, too. That's something that I have had for 20 plus years. Don't go date yourself, sweetie. Not, well, not the very intro part, but what ends up being the, which the verse part, the, the the chords that I'm playing on the bass, I've I've played that, God, forever and ever and ever. I think I've brought it to a few different bands. Nothing's ever become of it. It's just something I've always kept. Well, that's every definitely something when we were working together before I would have wanted to do that. It's, it's, that's why wow, I, that I, was I'm good. surprised. I mean, because it's, I mean, it was probably a few years before that that I actually wrote that that piece. And I have like little snippets of recording from my old four track of me just playing that and trying to come up with something over it. And so, you know, again, another new band, gotta play the part. That was really easy to write to, and that song, I was afraid. Because <laughs> I was writing it at the same time I was writing Burn It Down, so I'm like, oh, John's going to think this is way too commercial, and he's going to hate this one. Oh, God, <laughs> dude, he's... <laughs> and he's like, no, the more commercial, the better. This is good. Yes. <laughs> dude, I, I'll tell you right now, the more commercial, the better. The more commercial, the better. I'm going to do happier. I love that chorus. I love that hook. So he's like approaching Mr. T with a new idea. There's nothing wrong with commercialism. <laughs> Even my wife I mean, thinks that song's, you know, once it's completely finished, which, you know, we're just, yeah, yeah. it's not five, five practices together. And his wife hates everything we do, man. It's not <laughs> Well, you know, you know, that, that's uh, a maybe. good point, because my wife is like, how come you not let me hear any of this stuff? And I'm like, I'm not letting you hear it. I want you to see it when you see it. Yeah, yeah, I don't want you to be influenced before you come. Yeah. So she went to, she, you know, she came to see us at our first game, Lucky Dog, and she's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, because this is the band you need to stick with. She's like, this is. These guys got songs. Like these guys, like this is this is real, right? You and, know. And, and she's like, I, she's like, yeah. I can't believe like the diversity of the music. Like 
It goes from funky stuff to rock stuff. Oh yeah, you like something like, like, like wait five minutes. It's all got something to it. And you like, like the weather out here in New England. Wait that's five minutes. That's why. That's how we write. But, no, you know, like, having that shock and awe factor, especially from your significant other when she comes to see it, how does that... Yeah, because usually she hates everything. <laughs> I mean, really, she hates everything. That's the truth, my She friend. hates everything that she hates. She usually hates every band that I'm in. She like, she like, like some stuff that I've done, like, here and there. She likes taunts here and there, but she doesn't really like the bands. This is the first band I can say that she likes. So that's got to be a real driving factor for you. And she likes Todd, of course. No. <laughs> this bias. But she's also been friends with Todd forever. Yeah, you know, when you grow up in a small town, that's, that's, you get to know everybody, you get to be friends with everybody. That's right. You know? Now, speak, it wasn't for Todd, I wouldn't be married. Hey now, hey now. So speaking of small town, hey now. Hey now. Oh. And this is where we go with this. This is why you get to see behind the scenes, ladies and gentlemen. But you know, in this this music setting, many people have been saying it's really hard to get work out there. Yeah. It's really hard to gig out with somebody to take you and put you up there. It is. That, that oh, I got, I got it is, and I, I know I'm I know so a lot sorry. of people have been doing it for years. No, no, no. Really? Just, just, so you get the, the pro and the semi pro out there on the local scene. Yeah, I'm about to do it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> and, and you know uh, that's. But it honestly, I think that this band has, has an odd momentum to it. it and I don't yeah, think that yeah. we're really going to have a lot of trouble getting work. So you think that your unique sound is what's really going to be driving yes. you? Yes, yeah, that's point, exactly yeah. it. Because yeah, the way they sound, or the way we sound together as a unit, with all the different influences, I think, and the covers that we're picking, because we're definitely, seriously, not a cover band. But, uh, but we are, yeah, the we covers are that we're picking, the kind of, um, the kind of color of the other songs. Yes. Yes. You know, and, and we're not playing no, the, like, yeah, hi, we're a human jukebox, and we're going to play these songs exactly like, you know, we're not doing that. We're, we're kind of taking them in and making them like our And songs. I'm glad you brought that point up, because that's a real big shtick in the music world right now. Everything sounds the same. Insane. Everything sounds yeah. manufactured. We need that unique raw feel that you had from Led Zeppelin and, you know, The Who and The Dead and all those major influences that came in. They were doing it on raw recordings and studios and not everything was... Well, well, this is the thing with this band to me, uh, and and I even saw this even when I came to film you guys the first time, and and Todd was like, listen to this, okay, listen to this, you know. And then he gave me the CD. I listened to the CD, uh, the Minecraft stuff, all the way home after you guys got the awards. And I was like, what the fuck? Like I, even if I couldn't understand some of the stuff that was going on, like, because I was just trying to like take it all in, I'm like, there's something here. There's something here. Mm-hmm. And uh, and when I hear this band now, like after like, like the first couple of rehearsals, when Todd sends out all the songs, I'm like, there's something here. Like this band has its own niche. And then when we do a cover, I'm like, this is in our niche. Like, oh, just, yeah, yeah. We're building our I, own I, niche. Yeah. Instead of like, okay, we're going to go out and sound like every other cover band, yeah. every band in the local yeah, area, yeah, we're going to sound that. like, we all we're going to make our sound sound like this, and we're going to make but our sound yeah, sound like this so we can fit in. Yeah. It's like, I, building our own niche, we're going to bring people to yeah. us. Yeah, we choose covers that compliment our originals. And that's yeah, I will say. And to have that iconic stamp out in the world is something that you don't see very often anymore, to have that. Yeah, uh, honestly, I don't think that anybody really sounds like Todd. No. Certainly nobody sounds like Todd. Thank God. Nobody has that that sound from the background vocals like that go on between these two guys here. So, nobody has this voice. No, nobody has that voice. And 
it ties in a very melodic voice in a very melodic way of playing. Yes. Yeah. So. Oh. Are you kidding me? I love the bells you added. And like, yeah, I sound like nobody else, thank God. And Mike, <laughs> Mike is a really has a really really hip feel. He does. So I think just that co that combination of all these things, it's like you know the sum of all parts. You know, it is. Mike's it is. like John Bonham makes a Bill Ward. Like we're, we're creating something here. It's not yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, it's just another band. Oh look, we're like <laughs> oh, we're oh, like, oh, oh they're playing. Oh, oh okay. And we move on stage. Yes, we yes. try yes. to put on a show for you. Well, well, well not only do we move, but Todd's hair moves yeah. all on top. We're doing a just for men. Oh, and, and, oh yes, and you'll be seeing that there's uh, there's new hair products coming out from Todd Avenue, <laughs> a perfect hair. So the shelter code. Yeah, so 2013. Oh my God. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen. And, and uh, the rest of us will be uh, me, John, and Mike will be putting out um, shiny shiny hair products. The wife has said, if we ever wanted to change the name of the band again, we need to name it Ball. Ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, i got to say, it's been a pleasure talking to the guys today, I have to say. Is that it? Can we got to go? We do, we do. Besides, you have work to do, my friend. We I do, but we can't get it done without these slippers. Yes, those, those carpet <laughs> slippers are something else. But I... <laughs> I do want to give a shout out to our buddy Mike Garvin who couldn't be with us here today. Thanks for listening, guys. Once again, I have my main man Dave, Johnny B, Double D. And this is the Sheltered Uncensored and Unplugged. You can find us on thesheltedband.com, Facebook, tweet, Twitter, YouTube. We got it out there. And soon, ladies and gentlemen, keep your eye out for merchandise and a CD. The boys are going to be busy in the studio. Thanks for having us. See you next time. Goodbye.